How's it going? This is the Green Machine live post-match reaction. And as you can see, we've done the business, Nick. We've, well, in the end, it was a comfortable result. It was a little bit ropey uh, for parts of that. But it seems that Mr. Uh, um, the Knight in Shining Armor, uh, that will be the first of many shit jokes. Um, I'm sure we'll have tonight. Uh, he came on. He's changed the game. We've finished 3-0 victors in Luxembourg. We have exercised the ghosts, the demons of the 1-0 embarrassment uh, 230-something days ago. So there you go. We're third in the group, Nick. We finished strongly. Um, like I, I've, I have said from day one that this campaign was all about finishing strongly. Not one to say I told you so. Um I am, I, I am one to tell you, I told you so. So there you are. It wasn't the finest performance, shall we say. Uh, but let's hear from our lovely fans uh, before, actually, sorry, Nick, we'll speak to yourself in a second. I'm a bit all over the shop. But I want to hear from uh, you guys out there, followers of the page. Um, I want to hear what you think of that. Are you happy? Does that, is Stephen Kenny a shoo-in for the job now? That's it. He has to have a contract no matter what anyone else says. We're going to let those comments build up, so please get your comments. Whatever you want to say, say it. We'll play it, um, and we'll go through your comments there. I want to hear your, the Kenny doubters. I want to hear from you lot, and I want to hear from everyone, really. Um, so, Nick, the, you know, there you go. Upward trajectory. Easy for me to say. There you have it. Uh, Three points. It wasn't. Uh, we're a bit blessed, weren't we? Uh, we they had the ball in the back of the net. Um, dodgy. Uh, probably soft. No, probably not as soft as our one uh, against Portugal the other night. But um, these things do swing around best, don't they? Yeah. Look, I mean, we sh we probably should have had a penalty in the first half, shouldn't we? And look, yeah. it's a soft. It's a soft foul on Duffy for for the goal, but. What I kind of thought, like my my mindset, kind of coming coming towards full time was under Mick McCarthy, you know, second era, or under Martin O'Neill, or under Trapattoni. If we're that under the cosh against one of these smaller nations that are, you know, play decent football, do we score three goals in the second half? I don't think so. And I mean, there will be this whole um, this whole narrative in the next few days. That I mean. Every every argument. I mean, when when people lose a Kenny, a Kenny out argument, they say, "Well, he lost to Luxembourg." That, that's that's irrelevant now. He's beaten them three nil away from home. Look, they dominated us at spells, but uh, you know, we we've spoken about having the performances and not getting the results. We've had a really strong finish to a game there. We're in the past with stronger teams and stronger personnel. We we don't come away with three goals there, and we don't come away with the win, and momentum again a, a word that i love using at the moment it's momentum going into into next year and you know it's 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 also the resilience that they've shown you know throughout the game as well i mean the, some some sloppiness in that game i think luxembourg really really took it to us i think um i think on the whole basis of it we did we did deserve the win i think we we could have been 2-0 up at half time i think luxembourg could have been 2-0 up just after the first half but i mean Look, we have to take that. You have to admire Stephen Kenny's substitutions there, apart from Alan Brown. But anyway, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, J Jason Knight coming on for the impact there too. Is this so? It's it's um, you know, it's we keep talking about progress and we keep talking about evidential progress. We lost one nil to Luxembourg in March. We've after beating them three nil away 
um, haven't been under the cost for for a bit of time. So it's showing that we're learning. I think I think Stephen Kenny still has a lot to learn with with some of his selections. Yeah. And maybe how he and maybe how he sets us up in midfield. I, but apart from I, that, uh, it shows progress. It's evidential progress. Adam Ida for me, I, I thought I don't think he did much. Um, I did, you know, uh, I was watching on Sky Sports. I still haven't seen the third goal. <laughs> Fucking internet went at the wrong time. Um, so I'm I'm just if you see me kind of look at, I'm just trying to see the third goal come up on on the Sky Sports feed. But there were my, you know, talking about Ida, he sort of you know a bit of a David McGoldrick sort of coming back in and trying to get possession instead of saying. Uh, upfield, but I, I don't think he had a great game. And to be fair with McLean, I know he have set up the uh, um, the third goal as well. I did find him quite ineffective. Um, I think for me, I, w- I still I know we got the three points, whatever, but I still would have gone with uh, Doherty on the as a left wing back. I would have put Amabon Bamadani. Maybe he wasn't fit. I don't know, or perhaps Collins in there. Uh, with Coleman on the right. Um, I like it when we have three midfielders on. I really do. Uh, McGrath came on. He, he just we just looked so much better, didn't we? I mean. We could have been two 0 up at half time. We also could have been two 0 down. Um, uh, we we just we got very sloppy, you know. Um, but I think the the, the footballing side, like on the pitch, um, c- kind of let us down in parts. But I do think mentally, uh, we were very very good. Uh, I think Jason Knight has to be one of the first names on 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 the um on the team sheet. Um, he, you know, he he just really turned the game on its head completely. Um, a Benny. Like Benny, I thought he was very, very dangerous um, from the get-go. He was really at it, wasn't he, tonight? And he was rewarded with a goal. Um, Callum Robinson, you know, he was busy, but I thought, obviously, he's touched him down a lot, didn't he? He's very, he's very unorthodox. Uh, his physicality has always been an issue. He's very light. I yeah. think, you know, he, he he's one of these players, when he, when he drops short, he tries to make things happen. And, you know, we haven't had a player like that for a long time. And, I mean, against Azerbaijan, you know, he he was creating things out of nothing. So, you know, in, in terms of in terms of Knight and Ogbeni kind of being the first names in the team sheet, I mean, Ogbeni does make things happen. But I mean, I mean, I've been having this this discussion with people during the match. Um, he's a guy that you'd love to see come off the bench. I thought I think his end product um has to improve, but you can see his fitness and you can see his athleticism. He's a serious athlete. And when he was playing, I mean, even though he played the full game, when he was playing against all those Luxembourg players that, that were tiring, um, he was unplayable at times. The only thing is, with a player like that, they they have to have end product or else all the running and all the pace um, can let them down. It was a great finish with the goal. Very, very That's composed. Right. And he was very effective. He got man of the match. Ortiz gave him man of the match. Okay. Um, you know, so I think I think that was fair. I would have, would have given it to Matt Doherty. I think, I think he didn't get much of a much of a twist in terms of um, of praising that game. But Knight as well, I mean, showing that he's, he's a great impact off the bench. I mean, if you're looking at a midfield three, you know, Knight, Knight is looking at one of the best all-round players there. He, he's one of these players who's very, very busy. And again, he does a lot of the running. But you can see you can see his gradual improvements in the last year. Technical ability, all of that kind of stuff. Even the second goal, well, sorry, the third goal that he set up. I mean, it's so so simplistic. Where another player slices it, or another player mishits it, or another player just lets it go, just a simple touch inside, and and Robinson taps it in. So I mean, he's uh, he he's shown that we have a lot of depth in the field, and it's it was it was very very promising. I really liked Doherty's um, vision. Um, I thought like some of the passing, you know, there was one with McLean, I think, running onto it, and okay, it didn't quite work off, but it, it was just. 
it's very easy to watch it when you watch it on the telly, aren't you? And you, you could see the angle of the telecam, and he just saw it straight over. So he, he really is a good player, uh, Doherty, when, when he's on showing a bit of form. And he's obviously, you know, he's starting, to, he's been one of our, our very regular performers now um, for Ireland. Josh Cullen, don't think he had a game uh, for Ireland. He, he needs to do more, I think, on the ball. Um, he's very good at keeping the ball rolling and keeping everything t- ticking, but. Um, it can be too conservative at times for me. You know, there was one there in the first half, I think it was the 20, 20 minute, and McGay, um, McLean um, was out on the wing, and it was loads of space. And you're thinking, just outside of the right boot, just flick it, just bit of pe- bang, outside the right boot, we'll get, you know, that I will unleash McLean. I, I, think and and, I think that's how we set up. I think that's how we set up, though, David. I think it's, I, th- I think the, you can see the priority with Stephen Kenny is to keep hold of the ball and and he doesn't want the last of force. The same with McLean. Like, I mean, I, I know I give out about McLean and, and how he takes a lot of momentum out of the, the attack, but McLean knows that he's a sloppy player and he knows... Now, he had a great delivery for the for the third goal, but he knows that yeah. he's better off cutting back inside and holding onto the ball and keeping possession rolling than, than making a dart for the for the corner flag and trying to trying to whip a ball in. So it's it's... They're under instruction to do that. And the same as Colin. Sometimes it's about backing yourself. But if you force it and you and you lose possession, then that's the that's the game plan out the window. So to be fair to to Colin, I mean he's playing that position that Glenn Whelan played for whatever, ten years plus. The only yeah. difference is he 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 shows for the ball. Glenn Whelan never showed for the ball playing for Ireland. He shows for the ball. He gets into that kind of I hate this word again, similar to that whole false nine kind of terminology, but the, the pivot. Gets into the pivot and he's just available at, at, at every outlet in midfield, and that that's how your your kind yeah. of holding midfielder should be. But so he's he, he's he's serving a very good purpose. More. No, no, no. Listen, you know, I just think he could do more. Um, I, I just think he could do a bit more. Um, as I said, just that one there tonight. You know, that's just, just one example. It's just one that sticks in the mind. He flicks it with the outside of the right boot. Bang! There was loads of space, loads of time. Um, actually, it was the same against Portugal. Um, we had a great view. We were block one and six, actually. And the amount of times that Matt Doherty was free on the right wing going forward in the first half. And you're like, just play the fucking ball. Like, just just hit it. And he didn't. And he kind of held on. And then that momentum was lost. So it's not just tonight. Um, I Listen, I, I, I'm i a big fan of Josh Cullen. I do like his, pass, his movement is always forward. Pass is always forward. Uh, but it just for me, I just don't think he does it quick enough. Uh, let's go through some of the comments here. Keep your comments coming in, by the way. We've got a few now. And uh, let's have a chat. Damien Murray, great win in the tango kit. Um, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. It looks all right in the numbers with the numbers and um, everything I thought, Nick. Yeah, just, just wouldn't be just wouldn't be buying it. But yeah, it looks looks fine in a kind of match setup, but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be spending wouldn't be money on it no. to be fair. Sorry, uh, John Courtney. Uh no, don't be sorry. <laughs> fan of, fan of the podcast. Sorry. He tried he tried he thrives off criticism as we know. Yes, he does. Uh Mark Reagan, Jason Knight class in the grass. He was. He really was. He really um he's back fully fit now. He's playing regularly again for Derby. So you know, he has to be one of the he has to be uh, involved. And, you know, you have to remember, this is the end of another campaign, so we might have a couple of players retiring as well. Like, you know, or they might be phased out. Maybe James McLean, who knows? Um, Jason Knight was absolutely immense. Yes, he was. Uh, Keelan Gormley, uh, great night, lads. Oh, hey. oh, I see what you did I there, like Keelan. It. I like it. Um, Justin Tool. Hello, Justin. Justin's a good friend of mine from London. 
and he continues uh, what what's this what's going on david yes justin this is my um alter ego i am uh, the host of a um moderately successful niche sort of podcast streaming thing that we do uh, um so come along justin sam mccarthy really big last 30 minutes there night superb Oh, Benny is loving every second as work rate is unreal. Third in the group feels good. Looks like Portugal might be finishing second. Yes, they lost. Uh, we'll probably see. They lost two one. Yeah, so I'm I'm fairly disappointed tonight. But look, it's uh, it's okay. <laughs> Ireland won. Ireland won, and that's that's the main thing. That is the Ronaldo only might thing. might not be going to the World Cup. Oh, oh well. Do you know what? It's Portugal's fault for um, indulging him. Same like your team yeah. as well. Your other team indulges him as well, doesn't it? I just think it's funny. <laughs> But anyway, uh, Michael Drew, get Kenny sign up immediately, going in the right direction. Players are definitely playing for him. Absolutely fabulous football by Ireland tonight. Michael Drew, yes. I mean, what, what, what was it Jason McAteer said? He won't get the uh, respected players. That's opinion. It was the wrong opinion. And I always felt, we always felt actually, Nick, didn't we? It was, the, it was the incorrect opinion. But I think what boiled my piss about that, and a lot of people's piss about that, was um, when afterwards, uh, he was very sort of like, well, I'm not one. Well, I think when we lost in the first fixture, oh, well, you know, I got slated for this, sort of like kind of bragging about it. Um, I think that just angered me. But anyway, maybe I'm the only one. I don't know. Uh, oh, sorry, Justin, we saw that as well. Um, oh, Benny was very impressive again. Orange kick, Kenny and uh, Koi Big, Danka or Danica. Um, yeah, absolutely get him in. Uh, who knew James McLean would look so good in Orange? Oh, Stephen Ring, <laughs> controversial. I'm not sure if actually any family members watch this. I uh, probably do. Um, I told you McLean would go well. Great pass for last goal. Well, good man, Stephen Mack, you did. Now you see, Nick, you just have to believe. don't know. I mean, look, great delivery at the end. But as I said, though, I mean, the, what I criticise McLean for, it's the fact that he takes the momentum out of the game. But... We said he. We said same with Colin. It's it's about recycling the ball, and it's 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 about trying to keep possession. And I suppose he does that very well. It's it's been a completely different campaign from McLean, and and that's all down to Stephen Kenny. He's he's been excellent. Yeah, he has. Uh, we've certainly proved him. Uh, Colin, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, told you to wait after the TV coverage is over. Delighted for Kenny, Bazunu, Robinson, and the team as a whole. And what about Big Duffy? Yep, a uh, bit of a touchy pass there in the in the second half. A suicidal pass actually was really. Mental stuff. We just bashed it, and um, we were very lucky. Thankfully, uh, Bazunu, who my God, has he grown? What a player he is! But yeah, we wrote a look a bit. But you know what? We deserved it. We've had crap decisions. We've had the COVID nonsense. We've had a load of shit go wrong. And do you know what? We'll take it. Eric Dalton, Benny is such a breath of fresh air. Big shout out to McLean had a great game. Credit you. Fair enough. Uh, Don Kerry again. Ogbeni was impressive again. Orange kit though is awful. There's only one Stephen Kenny Coy Big. Don't say that. Danica, looking John Courtney might be watching us now and he'd be mm. Justin too nice to see you, Dave. Great catch up, have fun. Hopefully see you in the near future, Justin. Carl McCoy, Portugal lose. Yes, they did. 2-1 at home. They line up to go to the World Cup. How terrible. Eamon Devlin McLean had a good game tonight. Uh he did. Um much to uh the charging or chagrin of uh Mr. Our, uh, John Walter's Portuguese lookalike. Uh, Pat Roach, at least 60 minutes of good football there tonight. Went flat for a while because we're missing a creative player. Andrew back to his usual tonight, 5 to 10. Yeah, we, yeah. It, it, it was very clear we needed a third man there in midfield. And then Kenny brings on Knight. Now, White, White went a bit wide, but 
it just showed that he he Kenny had the know how to to put the extra man in there. So yeah. again, progress in its own right. And and here's another thing: he's learning in-game management. What was one of the first things that I used to slate Kenny about? And by the way, some of you out there, yes, I have actually criticised Stephen Kenny. Although some of you think my head is firm, firmly wedged up as ours. It might be after tonight, never know. Um, but yes, in-game management. That was one of his uh, key issues. He'd be waiting to like the 80th minute to make a, a, a change that should have been happening on the 60th. So he brought Similar to Mick McCarthy though, wasn't it? Like early Mick McCarthy yeah. days, it was it was it was all about his substitutions. They were they were poorly timed, poorly selected. Like Kenny, I know that we're everyone probably thinks that we're extremely pro Kenny we're, we're pro Kenny but there's a lot he, he has to learn I mean as I said like selection learning. he is learning but but that's the thing like he is learning and and there's yeah. there's things he wouldn't have gotten right at the start of the campaign that he's getting right now and there is still a lot he can learn like there are some selections he he could polish off a bit more and there are some personality could be he could be drafting in that are maybe missing out but I mean look I mean he, he but the, but there's evidence he's he's learning and there's evidence that he's responding to to these things so he's he's reflective where in the yeah. past you could see evidential deficiencies and you could see evidential mistakes that Martin O'Neill was making and Trapattoni was making. And, and there was no change. There was no change. It was just a template. You could see there was very little, little coaching going on and you could see that there was very little planning going on. So, you know, this you know, Martin O'Neill and, and Trapattoni, if they're under the cosh like this tonight, I, I think we, we come away with the draw and they'll all meet McCarthy as well. Second era. I think back to that Georgia game, very, very similar kind of environment and very, very similar kind of game. And we come away with, with three goals. And, and you know, I think it's four clean sheets on the trot. I think we've only lost one in 10, and that, that's against Portugal. So it's it's progress. Progress yeah, upon we, progress. Yeah, it's getting better. I mean, what did people expect? You're going in, you're tearing up philosophy. You had to be changed. And then people, you know, oh, we need that. You know, we should be beating this team, that team. I mean, it was always give the guy a chance and it's going to get better. Anyway, uh, I'm not going to get started on that. Um, David Carley, what a game. Ronaldo, who? Um, and just actually to finish up on the Mick McCarthy thing. That was one of Mick McCarthy's huge uh, assets as Ireland manager. Um, how many games did he win or salvage uh, from his substitutions? Um, I think Steve Finnan against Germany. Um, Steve Finnan, sorry, Noel Quinn against Germany. Steve Finnan against Holland. You know, oh, and, yeah. and you make all these little changes. And you know, anyway, um, Carl McCoy overall. Sorry, Dave Carley. Yes, Ronaldo. Who? Ronaldo. Who? Indeed. Uh, Carl McCoy overall. He was very passive. Uh, I think we're talking about Mc McLean here, Carl. Obviously, when he crossed, he crossed well. He plays a different. He plays. Uh, differently way than before or way differently than before um poor old lean brady offering praise to gritted teeth i'll look forward to looking at that later on david when it all settles down on twitter um carl mccoy thought he was very good for me he was he, he was Darty was man the match i got man of the match but Darty was man the match for me because he's constantly getting like the problem with our players in the last decade or so is you haven't got that player who's going to put the foot in the ball and actually have a go and take chances and You've got that with Callum Robinson, don't you? But sometimes sometimes he's muscled out of it very easily. But but Doherty, he's always looking at driving forward. He's always looking at picking the passes. There was that ball over the top that Robinson yeah. was very unlucky not, not to get to. So I, I thought he was man of the match. I think I think a lot of um I don't think Doherty gets half the amount of praise for Ireland that he deserves. Thought he was excellent against Portugal. 
Yeah, um, he, I, th- I thought he was. I, I thought I thought he was probably man of the match against Serbia as well. And he, he again, he doesn't he doesn't get the praise. It's the likes of Ogbeni. He had a good game, but you know, Doherty's a different level. I mean, Doherty's playing well. He's on the Spurs bench, isn't he? And Ogbeni's League One. But you know, it's it, I think credit where credit's due for Doherty, and 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 he was excellent. He was very very good tonight. He was. Uh, Joe, continuing on from oh, continuing on from our uh, pre-match foreplay. Uh, Joe Bell accumulator up, season ticket paid for. Come on, you boys agree. Good man, Joe. See, here's a man who bets smart. Uh, great result from Brian Healy. Yes, indeed. Pat Roach comes. Joe will be looking after the ball. They'll keep it going without risking things. I agree with that, Pat. But um, sometimes when if the ball's on, it's on. If it's on, it's on. You know. The, the, even if it's you don't have to be too clever, I just wish he'd just be a little bit more creative. Um, but I do agree with you there, that is his job. Paul Cullerton, bring on the Nations League. Hopefully, we get a kind draw on December 16th. Yes, December 16th. I can't wait because I'm going to start going to the away matches again, unless Europe goes into lockdown, which I really hope it doesn't, or I hope none of us do. Um, Connor Nolan, midfielder on any team is the key. Yep. Um, Definitely, definitely. Uh, Stephen Ring, Hendricks passed tonight for the second was top player. It really was. It was a lovely ball. He actually almost scored, didn't he? He did quite well. We flicked it forward and he blamed it over the bar, but he was definitely showing a lot of endeavour there. Tony Doherty, well done, Ireland. Tony from Derry, I resume. Uh, Mick McLaughlin, uh, good impact off the bench from Knight. Great uh, result away, lads. We are improving. Bit more to do, but looks positive. Totally, totally, totally positive. And yes, we have more to do. Uh, Sarah Cullen, well done. A win is a win. It certainly is, Sarah. Uh, Matt to say, great to finish third, but Jays is so much better than life in March. Mark Koopman's totally. We're, we're getting stronger and better. The players now know what they want to do. But again, it's this is a fa- this is going to completely change the narrative because the whole, you lost to Luxembourg at home. Just remember like as well, the COVID withdrawals in March, The the there was no crowd in March. So there's all these little factors that people have to, to, to consider. And, um, you know, the, the thing as well, not that long ago, again, Breen, not to have a go at Breen, but he was saying, you know, we're at the level of Luxembourg. We've no right to be beating Luxembourg anymore. I never bought that. I never, ever bought that. And I don't think many people did buy that. And I don't think it was an unre- unreasonable to think that we should be beating Azerbaijan and we should be beating Luxembourg. And we, oh, we've yeah. done it. Like, we're, we're, it, was, it was a mess. It's been a, it had been a mess for all of six months. And... Kenny has steadied his own ship, the the ship that other people wanted another manager to steady, and he's steadied that himself, and he's completely swung the narrative. I think, though, and again, this is kind of an important point, I think in Ireland, with any sport, whether it be the football, you look at the rugby last night, you look, you look at any sport, we're very extreme when it comes to success and failure. And I think in March, everyone was thinking, well, this is it for the next two decades where we're fucked. And it was never the case. And, 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 you know, it's similar no. to, say, Martin O'Neill at the end of his regime, the same with Stan. It's it's kind of catastrophized by the media. And it was it was never really like that. You know, it shouldn't have really been like that. And Kenny, again, needed time. He needed things to even out with the with the COVID situation, needed the crowds back. There was loads of little factors that, that weren't working his way. But, you know, we go from one extreme to another, and now we're at the other extreme where we're thinking we're going to win the Euros, which is fine. But... But I think I think there has to be, um, you know, there 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 has to be a bit of realism from March and thinking, yeah, it was bad, but but there was always potential to turn things I, around, and, and it's I, happened. But 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 I, we do that day. We we and as I said, with any sport, yeah. like look at the rugby yesterday, we beat New Zealand. People are going to think we're going to win the, the Grand Slam. 
And then if we lose the the opening game of the Six Nations, it's it's the extreme opposite. We're screwed again for the next ten yeah, years. We, you know, very extreme. Um, the way some people are going on, like you saw, we were Ragball Rovers. I mean, look, I've I've always said it. Um, you know, to progress, you can have the talent, but you need to have your house in order. And we didn't have a house in order because you had a guy coming in, tearing the house down, building up from the very, from scratch. It was just going to take time. It was going to take time. I'm not saying like we're going to go in and start winning things. We're, we're just in an upward trajectory. Like we we are. You know. The evidence is there, but you know the Kenny naysayers, um, they're gonna keep going back. Oh, we're finished third. You know, are we? Cel- you know, we're we gonna celebrate the fact we finished third. It's not about that. It was about going in, building something that, doing something that needed to be done for years, tearing it all down again. It wasn't working. It, there was no longevity left in that plan, and then basically coming in and then doing that and building it back up again. It was always going to take time. I don't know what people expected. You know, and I just thought the way some fans went on about how before Bob's even kicked, oh, we want this guy out, like he's League of Ireland, he's not a farm manager. But David, but David, a lot of these people, so we, we being, you know, I suppose the nature of what we do, we're, we're exposed to a lot of people who, who go to all the matches and, and they do watch Ireland religiously and they would watch Irish players religiously. A lot of that narrative is coming from people who are casual viewers of the of the Irish football team and they watch mm. Premier League, Champions League and they're comparing everything to that. So you have to put context yeah you, you have to you have to put context into all of these things and context is key. And as I said, a lot of these people like cuz I mean I'm not saying that we you know we we know every single season ticket holder, we know every fan that travels to to the away games. It's, it's not like that. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it's the same people we come across, whether it be through through the podcast or whether it be through going to the games or whatever it is. And and the people who you know are watching Ireland, they they there is a recurring narrative that they were Kenny in, and it's the people who are Kenny out. I mean, not that you haven't heard of them. I mean, I mean, no one has a god given right to be an Ireland fan or not to be an Ireland fan. It's not like that. It's not an elite club, but you can tell that they are, you know, Premier League fans. They're used to watching the the elite. They're they're used to watching the the creme de la creme. International level is very different. It's it's inconsistent. It's unpredictable, and um, you know they're expecting perfection from from every single player, and they're they're expecting perfection from Stephen Kenny. And unless you had, um, I don't know, Jurgen Klopp in charge of the Ireland team, or if you had, um, you know, let's say we got Grealish and Rice and so on, and and we had those players playing for us, they 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 wouldn't be pleased. With anything else, um, and and certainly what we have, it is, um, you know, it's it's a budget, um, it's a budget holiday of what they're used to, and and it's not good enough for them. It'll never be good enough for them, but they but they have to, they have to be contextual, and they have to actually, um, they have to actually be realistic about their expectations yeah. versus the expectations of of the other fans who actually watch yeah. Ireland consistently. Absolutely, uh, Jerry Delaney, are we celebrating being uh, Luxembourg three 0 Three leg goals, but for 70 minutes, not much between the sides. How does he qualify for any tournament? Soon? <laughs> there you go, Jerry. Bit of positivity. No, Jerry, we're not celebrating that. We're not celebrating, really. We're happy. Uh, we have said that the performance wasn't great. But what is evident is that it's, we're on an upward trajectory. A word that I have to stop trying to say because I can't pronounce very well tonight. But we are. And, you know, even you have to look at it. You know, we've lost one of ten games. I think we've had four clean sheets. You know, people still want to point. You know, it's funny how people want to point out statistics. Oh, we've only got X amount of points. Oh, you know, we lost to this team. But when you, you know, when it favors them. But when you want to, you know, use those statistics um, to sort of go against their argument. Also, you know, the only stat that means anything is the one up on the top left. 
but, but there's so many there's so many things as well you have to yeah. say would this have happened in the in the last regime look it was a shit start and the start was unforgivable but you are where you are and you have to play from where you are and the, there was yeah. two ways this could have gone we could have gone in a complete downward spiral and we could have kept losing and remember we went through that spell where we weren't scoring goals we started scoring goals and the other thing is people talk about Qatar Azerbaijan Luxembourg Remember a couple of years ago, we were we were scraping by Gibraltar. We were averaging, I think, one shot on target every two games. Every second that means every second game we were getting a shot on target. We've we've you know we've made huge progress and we weren't thumping and um, we weren't thumping your Azerbaijans or your Qatars or your Luxembourgs, or now we are. So it kind of reminds me it reminds me a little bit of when Trapatoni first came in. And I know we slag off Trapatoni, but it was this whole thing that understand and under Brian Kerr. You know, we were we were drawing or losing to the kind of average teams or the teams you would think would be a level or a par below us. So like your Cypresses and so on. Mm-hmm. And then with Trapatoni, we started beating these teams. We started beating your Macedonias and your Cypresses and so on. So it's it's similar now. The difference <laughs> is like we're thumping we're thumping these teams that we would have just scraped by in the past, and and that is progress. Yeah. Would, would Martin O'Neill have gone to Luxembourg and and won three nil, or would he have gone to Azerbaijan and won three nil? I don't think so. And he better right. players than Stephen Kenny does. I thought that uh, I thought a second goal. I haven't seen the third one yet because my internet cut out, and I will see. It. But I thought a second goal, the movement around that was just phenomenal, and that's the sort of football we want to see. All right, let's let's move through some of these comments. Uh, Mark Koopman's bet Portugal Rue not playing the first team Thursday. Did they underestimate it? I think they did, which would be what unwise because they were lucky to get the win against it. But there you go. Uh, for you, their next shush, Walters, um, David Cardi. Can I ask why there's no place? Uh, third place playoff. It's not the Euros. It's not the Euros. Yeah. Um, yeah. The the Euros has twenty four teams, isn't it? So you can you can have your um your best place thirds. Uh, World Cup. There's other confederations. It's not just it's not just us, sadly. So um European places, although they have the most, they don't have anyone for third. I think I think in the past, like some World Cup groups, only one team has gone through. Um, in the in the slightly smaller groups, but that's. That's changed a bit recently, but yeah, it's not, not the Euro, so it's a slightly different, um, slightly different setup, unfortunately for us. Mark, I don't think Mark, we w- we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have made it anyway. We would have been probably the lowest place there, thirteen. Mark Mar is just sending. He's over in Luxembourg at the moment. Um, apparent we've got Dennis, who's a uh, fan of the podcast. There he is, Dennis. Um, apparently, what did I he should... what did he say, Mark? Uh, what did he say, David? He said, that, that's key. I think that's key. I should shag the Elsa doll. If you haven't already. <laughs> I, ha- I haven't, yeah. I'm saving that for Christmas. Um, <laughs> have you have to let it go, it. David. I certainly will at Christmas. Uh, Darren Sweeney, good result. Big, this big, result big, big, big summer blowout, yeah? Big winter blowout. Um, <laughs> good result. But this is a result we should be expecting time to get Kenny out. Everyone said we don't have the players. Some good young players are a lot more selective. So we're on a run of form. Players are playing from, they love playing from, we're starting to win matches, so time to sack the manager. Don't think I agree with your logic there, Darren. Uh, Brian Ford, looking forward to the Nations League campaign. Kenny's the right man for the job. Avgeny, definitely in line for a move come January. Yes, even in the championship would be fantastic. Um, David Salter, Gavin Zunu's save was world class. It was. Genuinely think we could win league titles, um, or he could win league titles for City in the future. We have a 15-year man to yeah, he'll can, definitely be playing in the Premier League. Can I just say, David, his I know you wouldn't have seen it yourself, but the, the interview he did with RTE before the game, 
Um, well, not before the game, but it would have been recorded, whatever, midweek. And I mean, he was so articulate and he was just so bubbly and he was such good crack. Because you, you see so many footballers now, like what's well, from Roy Keane slagging Harry Maguire because he was like, you know, oh, obviously it wasn't good. You know, you see like it's an era where footballers will post shit on Instagram, empty promises and empty statements. They say obviously a lot, don't they? I fucking hate that. They say obviously every sentence and they just, um, you know, there, there's no... There's no charisma and there's no there's no meaning. It's all templated and it's all it's all cold. Where Bizunu came out and he he was so articulate, just you know the language he used was well beyond his years, and he was he was just really really impressive. And I I, I felt really proud. I was like, he's representing us. He's representing yeah. Ireland, and I'm proud of this guy. And if if that sentence to go by, you can tell his professionalism is, is second to none. And I mean. The likes of Aaron Connolly, Michael Obafemi could learn a lot off him because he's he's going to go a long way, and it's simply down to his professionalism. Yeah, he, he really is. I mean, look at the club he's at. You know, and they rate him highly. He probably won't get in there, but that's not down to him. That's just, you know, he might. He's going to go far. Like he's 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 going to yeah. be a top player. He's going to be a top goalkeeper. He and he's, and and he's he's the type of lad that would take the initiative and move abroad if he had to. Yeah. If he if he had to go to Germany or if he had to go wherever, he, he would be the kind of player that would take the initiative to do that. Where where the likes of Connolly. He probably wants to be near the casino in Brighton. Not a bad place to be, to be fair. I know, um, but don't blame him. Right, Pat Roach, lads, I cashed out three 0 Ah, Pat, that is unfortunate. Um, but he's mm. got something. Come um, again, Ireland cheated out of the penalty too, but luck went away in the end. Fair enough. Jimmy Shell, uh, Josh Combs, my man in the match. Fair enough. Uh, I thought he was okay, but. As I said earlier, he should be doing a bit more on the ball. Frank Gunn, Stephen Kane deserves credit doing a very good job. Absolutely. Deserves a new contract. Uh, Jimmy Shell, is that your cat talking? Or are they jumping around celebrating like the rest of us? Luxembourg cost problems for Serbia and Portugal also. I don't have a cat. I have a rabbit. Is, do you have a cat? Um, no, no, no. I'm going to say a rabbit. I don't mean like a sex doll fucking rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean Portugal, an actual pet rabbit. Por- Portugal, beat, <laughs> Portugal beat Luxembourg 5-0. <clears throat> To be fair, they they did give them a bit of bother in Luxembourg, so I'll give them that. And yeah, Serbia, Serbia actually struggled with them. I think they only beat them one 0 Norway actually, like Norway, are probably you know one of the star-studded European nations at the moment, aren't they? And I think they only beat them one 0 kind of in the last minute. So they're they're a team on the up, Luxembourg. And I think yeah. you know we we said this the same bit as but now Azerbaijan, the floodgates well and truly open towards the end of the campaign but when we scored the three goals they, they weren't conceding many you know they're a very difficult team to break down we managed to break them down qatar asian champions again another team very difficult to break down we managed to break them down so it's three teams three stubborn teams were in the past you're looking at a nil nil or scraping a one nil you're kind of like your georges and we've we've thumped three of them so that's progress in my eyes, and that that's progress from even Mick McCarthy or or, or Martin O'Neill. Fair enough, uh, Stephen Ring. I think a lot of people are talking down Luxembourg. They have played some great football throughout the campaign. I think they could be another Iceland in the next few years. Could be uh, their development is second to none. Uh, the investment there. Three Champions League open. players. Yeah, they're getting better. Look, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're getting better, and they're going to cause problems for other teams. Uh, but they Luxembourg are definitely definitely getting better. Um, I thought this was the match to see if there's progress in March, and it clearly has been. Absolutely, Pat. It's what we're saying. Give the lad a chance. Let him get him on. Get on about his work. Let the players breathe. There you are, Brian Ford. Um, or Brian Ford. Uh, Nations League preview and reaction on the way, lads. Absolutely. Um, 16th December is when the 
draw is so we'll definitely do that sam mccarthy exactly that exactly that exactly this I, I don't know. Sorry, Sam. I don't know the context. That's in. Uh, David Carley. I'm a, si I'm a single ticket holder. Been a long time Ireland fan. I go home games. Need to do away games sometimes. The Portugal game was amazing. We had a goal, but this low. We definitely did, David. And get to if you've never been to an away match, get over there. They're special. They really are. The only reason why I haven't gone is because just work at the moment. But in the new year, absolutely. Um, but they are great crack. Uh, Marcus O'Neill, great results tonight, improving. Even a solid team we had under Big Jack didn't put many passive teams away from home. Not even against Luxembourg, with one of the strongest teams in one of the strongest 11s in world football, which is what we had in 1987. Um, uh, McDonald's, Ogie, uh, Lee did Big Jack, uh, not dismiss you in 87 because your ego wouldn't work within a squad. Possibly. Um, Possibly, yeah. And also that and. Yeah, um, I think he lost his legs as well. He couldn't play in that system, unfortunately. Um, where are we again? David Carley, next up, Nation, Nations League and Euros. Uh, you guys season holders? Yes, um, I was before the COVID uh, pandemic. I'm a season holder. Are you a season ticket holder? I'm not, but I go to all the games, David, but I haven't, I haven't bought a season ticket for a few years now. But but I, I've been to nearly every game, nearly every home game oh. of the last... Three, four so years apart from Qatar. Now? Apart from Qatar, I was protesting against the blue jersey, which is actually lovely. It's not lovely, but <laughs> anyway, nothing against the color blue or orange. Nothing to do. Actually, doesn't like the design. Um, I'm a season ticket holder, David. So is Kenny. Uh, he's on the post as well. Um, I'm three years in so Carl Martin is Martin is as well, isn't he? Mar Mar Martin is season ticket. <laughs> he fucking shows up everywhere. Like he doesn't. Uh, um, sorry, wrong one. Justin McLaughlin, blessed to have two quality young goalkeepers, Calhoun and Bazunu. Thoughts? Yeah, I can't really say too much about that. Um, Mark Travers as well, doing very well. Yeah, he didn't do very well. Um, no, when, when we needed uh, him, <laughs> <laughs> terrible, yeah. but I mean, like, you, uh, you I mean, goalkeeper's gone forever. Like, I mean, Gavin Bazunu is 19 and. Madness, if he it? stays injury free and he keeps developing, you're looking at 150 caps plus. You know, like something insane like that. And I mean, Kelleher, yeah. Kelleher and Travers mightn't get a look in. You know, like, and the thing is, it could be, it could literally be 10, 15 years by the time Kelleher or Travers get a look in. Um, you know, and they, they'd still be kind of late 30s at that stage. So it's, it's phenomenal depth that we have. And I mean, even Brian Marr. Who plays for Bray Wanderers? I was watching him last night or two nights ago for um, the twenty ones, and you know he's an excellent keeper as well. So we've we've a lot of depth there. We're very very lucky, and even like I mean, you've Sean McDermott playing in Norway, brilliant keeper, one of the best keepers in the Norwegian league, and he, he's nowhere near the squad. Darren Randolph has whatever amount of caps, nowhere near the squad. So we've three young lads who are you know they're going to be the focal point of of the goalkeeping um, position for the next next 20 years Absolutely. even you know if if you yeah, know the way sports science is going we've always been blessed right we're going to wrap this up with the last two comments Stephen ring i think we have midfield cover next few years night cullen i'm grand set up now only matter of time before gavin kilkenny and connor coventry get called up absolutely so we, we've got quality we just need a bloody forward uh david salter i'm the only one to think who uh one that thinks that their disload goes a bit iffy to be fair kenny was stupid look shows fitness of the irish last there lads wilted looking forward to buying the season ticket next month Totally agree with you. Very, very soft, but we'll tell you get. Uh, Stephen Ring, Brian Maher with an excellent Duffy turn against Italy. 
Yeah, it was. And yeah, lucky. it was. Now it was playing it back to back across goal, but it doesn't matter. They didn't. Uh, they didn't concede from it. But yeah, he was. He's actually he's a good good little keeper. Uh, Mar still yeah. very young. Absolutely. And to finish up, David Carley, have to say your podcast is brilliant. I watch after games for a signed message. And thank you very much, David. And listen, Thanks, David. please do. And please keep messaging in. We love hearing from your comments. Uh, we love hearing your comments. We love hearing from everybody. Even if you don't agree with us, or at least with Nick anyway, everyone agrees with me because I'm fantastic. Um, just please, just, just want to hear from you. This is your chance. This is your podcast as well. Share share it with your friends as well, because I mean it's it's hard. It's hard to get something like this pushed out. Like it's very hard to get this exposed. There's other platforms and other pages and you know, they're probably um you know, they're they're doing their bit and they're they're getting a lot of exposure. But I mean we're relying on consistent listeners and subscribers and so on just to just to push us out a bit. So, you know, give us give us a hand. You know, we we enjoy it. And it's just well no, it's one. But like it's about getting it's about getting more people involved rather than I mean we're not doing this as a vanity project or anything. I mean we're not making any money off it, but it's it's just just to get the exposure and just to get more people involved will be will be excellent. <laughs> oh, you deserve you, des- you, you I mean you deserve it, David Eventon. I do deserve it. I do deserve it. Oh, a load of comments coming in there. Uh, <laughs> Niall Barrett will be um will be good bringing this momentum into um the nation's lead to help improve our ranking. Uh, David Sutter. Cheers, lads. Great stuff. As always, thank you, David. Look after yourself. We'll see you in the next one. And final one. This is going to be the final one. Uh, Stephen Ring, any thoughts of a live Q&A in the new year with a former player? Yeah, we've, you know, we've had we've had former players and current some players lined up and they've sort of pulled out last minute and have ended up on other particular shows. Other podcast, and you kind of go, yeah, quite, hmm, quite literally. That's what's happened. Suppose- like they've, yeah, that's what's like, happened. It's like, what do you suppose yeah. we now? And then you're like, hmm. Yeah. And then some of some of those lads, we won't mention any names, but this is true. This <laughs> happened, and basically, so, yeah, yeah, I'm all in there, lads. And then just stop responding, and then all of a sudden you see them somewhere else. Not really on the night either. that we'd arranged. <laughs> on the night we'd arranged. That has happened. Ah, look, it, it happens. Well, look, I mean, we've, I mean, Martin, Martin's got a, a few contacts lined up. I mean, depends on the purpose. I mean, the, the only thing is, like, the only thing I say, David, just to anyone listening, I mean, it's, it's about getting someone unique, isn't it? Because you don't want to get someone on who, who's done millions of interviews and it's not new. Yeah, like, what's, that's just boring, what's isn't it? Serial? So, one, yeah. yeah, once it's someone, once it's someone worthwhile and once it's a story that hasn't been told a million times, I think it's worthwhile. But I think, I think yeah. we always look at the purpose of, episodes we do and what's the point of doing this rather than repeating something that's been done a million times um, Absolutely. So, you know it's well yeah i mean definitely open to it i mean there's i mean Mar- martin's the man with the contact so we'll leave it to martin to, to source someone yeah. but let us let us know who you want on i mean that's that's another thing i mean yeah. we've we've a couple of obscure ones lined up but i mean yeah let, let us know who you want to have on and, and we'll we'll try and find them out for you yeah just just don't say robbie keen uh, I'm going to love Robbie Keane actually great really nice chap um, yeah that's it lads we're going to leave it there thank you very much 3-0 uh, three, 3 points and 3rd in the group 3 is most definitely uh, the magic number uh, Steve Finn and would love to get him on apparently he's very if we difficult can, if we can find him yeah yeah um, surely now that Jason Knight is playing the fans should be checking out what a night Absolutely. 11 year old Luxembourg uh, fan runs onto the pitch full time to ask for Shane Duffy's jersey. Hey. 
find a little fucker. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, no, just joking. Uh, you can't, you can't do that. Or can you? I tell, tell you what, you know, the, the FAI are in dire straits financially. No, I'm just joking. Uh, anyway, listen, thank you very much uh, for joining us as always. We will try and um, get Martin O'Neill part four out. Uh, we haven't done that yet, have we? All the notes so. are done. No. We're all right. Yep. We're all ready to, to do it at some stage and we will get it out there and we'll continue on our uh, our topical uh, podcast that we do that. I know that actually you guys really love hearing from and we're going to have more content out because once uh, the club football's underway, Nick, you're going to keep, you're going to continue on doing our boys in green. Yeah, of course. So yeah, we, we started the, the new series, our boys in green. So we'll be giving you a weekly update on how all the Irish lads got on in the squad and in the periphery. So um, yeah, I mean, the, the other thing with that is, you know, we'll do the odd stream. We'll do the odd live stream for that. So it just gives a gives a bit more um bit more of a platform for fans to, to interact and, and and tell me when I've when I've missed something because it does happen. Which, which will happen because I used to do it and uh, <laughs> people used to take great pleasure in saying he, he, he actually played this weekend or, you know, you spelt his name wrong or um, don't call us Knott's Forest. That was one. I got into trouble for that one. And, you know, you're, you're doing them and you're. Like going through like about sixty names, and you just trying to go through it. Um, but anyway, Stephen Hunt uh, would be great chat uh, to chat to John Walters. I actually tried to. Get oh, we've Hunt already on. we've already got John Walters, our resident yeah, uh, Portuguese analyst. I actually did. No, I, I I right. I, I swear to God, this is um um we could actually. This is the last story I'll tell us, and then we're going to wrap it up. Um. But letting you guys in here on a little secret. So when I did an interview with Noel Mooney um, back, it was the second one. He, he just, it was his last act. It was, it was after the Denmark match. And um, I remember he, I was kind of starting up a, a bit, you know, and he just turns around and goes, like, you should be asking players, like, you know, like, was that the under-21s match, the 4-1 against Sweden? He goes, you should be asking ex-players. There's loads of ex-players here. You should be asking them to get them on your podcast. You know, Noel, Noel is a gentleman, Noel Mooney. Like, he's always very helpful. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, there's no, there's uh, Stephen Hunt over there. Like, you should be asking him. And I remember it just went, went to Noel and said, yeah, any advice on how it go about that? He goes, yeah, just fucking ask them. <laughs> He's right to. And funny enough, I saw Stephen Hunt the next day at um, Dublin Airport and I ran after him. You know, uh, uh, I think it was 116, is where I flew out last time. Uh, a lot of the flights go to the north of England and the, the escalator goes down. We continue down the end, but this one goes down. I ran after him said oh yeah how you you know taking Noel's advice and I ran after him was like you know I need a chance to come on the on, on the podcast like, oh yeah yeah absolutely and uh hasn't <laughs> he hasn't come on he wouldn't he wouldn't respond to my tweet I tweet him about it someday come on so there you go if you want Stephen Hunt on the show lads go after him on Twitter um and he'll come on I'd be I'd like I'd love to talk to him I always rate Stephen Hunt as a player Seems like a very interesting cat. Anyway, right, listen, we're going to wrap it up there. Have a great night. Uh, we'll see you again on the next one down the road. And um, listen, you know, look after yourselves. Be safe. Hopefully the next game uh, in the Six, six Nations, Jesus, um, in the uh, Nations League, we'll um, get our reaction and hopefully we'll get our first victory. Still haven't won. And anyway, right. Hold on. I'm going to do my slick video, Nick. Uh, thank you very much, Sam. Look after yourself. 
I'm now looking forward to the next one. So here you go.